Thanks to Robinhood for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. Robinhood is giving my listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. You can sign up now at dreamjob.robinhood.com. That's dreamjob.robinhood.com. Thanks to BioClarity for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. You can take the first step to healthier, more radiant skin by going to bioclarity.com. And right now for my listeners, when you purchase a skincare routine, you're going to get a free clarifying mask with your order. That's a $25 value for free, but you just need to enter my code DREAMJOB at checkout. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. You are in for such a treat today. I get to share with you another incredible story of one of you. It's been so powerful to spend the last few weeks interviewing you guys and hearing from you what has happened since you started listening to this podcast and turned the volume up on that whisper inside of you and started to take some action and possibly started feeling more permission to get busy making something messy that just felt really right and good and then trusted yourself that you would follow the next step as you got from place to place along that journey. And it's just been absolutely mind-blowing and riveting. And every time I now see a friend or go to dinner or come home, I'm telling who's ever there, you have to hear about somebody who's listening to the podcast and what they're doing with their life. So I cannot wait to dive into that. Before we do, I want you to take a deep breath and focus your attention on your heart and look for the part of you that led you to this podcast and see if you can connect with that wisdom within you that ignited this desire for you to listen to this show and maybe ask yourself, what is it that you're longing for? What are you feeling called to do? What is inside? That's asking to be born. I just think that that might be a good question to ask every day, but I also thought that at the beginning of today's episode, it makes sense to do that because you're going to hear how today's guest asked herself that question and is now doing so much every day to bring so much joy to her life and the lives of people around her. Her name is Brandy Morpugo. She lives in Canada outside of Calgary. And you might remember we highlighted her win last year. We talked about it on the show. She had just debuted her mobile bookshop, which is called Daisy Chain Book Co. It's amazing how much she has grown since then. I was so moved by her pure passion for just connecting with people and their stories. And you know, at the end of the day, all we really want is to tell our story and to live our story, to write the story that's really ours to write. So I love what she's doing, encouraging people to explore their imagination and open their minds to all the things that are possible. And I cannot wait for you to hear this. So without further ado, please welcome the awesome Brandy Morpugo. Hey, Brandy, thank you so much for being here. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks, Kathy. I'm so excited. I love, love doing these interviews with you guys, those of you who've been listening to this show and just taking inspired, cool action. And of all the things that you could have done with the last year of your life, it is just the coolest thing to me that you created a mobile bookshop, a bookstore on wheels. I've seen the photos. I've commented on the Facebook group. I just think it couldn't be cuter and cooler. So I want to talk about where you were before that happened and how you got here. So take us through the story. 
sure. Well, if somebody had told me that I would be doing this now, I would have thought they were insane. But yeah. <laughs> um, my life before didn't look anything like this. So I was a, a mom, a wife. I was a social worker. I did counseling. And then we moved into being foster parents. Wow. Um, we planned to adopt one of the little ones that we had, and that didn't work out. And so... Ugh. As a family, we were kind of, you know, oh, devastated and heartbroken and just didn't know how to kind of move forward. I can't even imagine how heartbreaking that is. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was pain on all levels. Um, and so I thought, okay, I just need to go somewhere and just hibernate for a while. So I went to a local bookstore just to work and be around things I already love, which was books and people who love books. Yeah. And as Beautiful. I was there, I was just thinking... All the things I wanted to do all the time, which I had sketched in books for years. And I thought, I'm here, I'm around books, I'm around people, but you know what? It's not enough. What do I want to do? And I kept thinking, more of this, more of this, your way. Mm. So I just, I just kind of went back to the sketches and ideas I'd had for years about this stupid little idea that I thought was so ridiculous because nobody ever did it. And now it's this magical idea instead of just some, you know, bizarre thought. Mm. And I told my husband about it and he's a techie and a business guy. And he said, you know what? I think this has legs. And I said, all right, well, let's make this dance. So we just mm. decided to go for it. And I tell you, Kathy, all the pieces just came together. It was astounding. So now oh, we, God, we so have cool. this crazy truck and it's, it's, brilliant and beautiful and fun and whimsical and and it's a crazy life it's totally crazy and I love it love it I uh, have tears streaming down my face which uh, <laughs> you can't see because we're many miles apart uh, I'm crying for many reasons one because um, you deserve this Thank um, you. you're such a good person it takes tremendous courage and generosity to foster a child and it takes tremendous courage, again, to get up from that pain when you can't keep that kid and to then keep going and follow that whisper and you started working. And then you said, and then I had this stupid little idea. <laughs> and now you said, it's this magical idea. And I mm -hmm. have a truck with books inside of it. So I want to get into that. At what point, when did you start listening to the show? I think it was about eight months ago. I knew that I had to align my ambition with my worth, which was always a huge value to me. And so I started looking up business podcasts. And, I, you know, I thought so many of them just sound like lectures or preachy or car yeah. salesman type. Right. <laughs> and I, I would listen to a little bit of it, like two minutes. I'm like, mm, no, not that one. And then I found yours. And one of the first things you said that I heard was, you know, don't build someone else's dream, build your own. I was like, oh, that's it. And I thought, yeah. this is a girl I could sit and have coffee with. She gets it. And she yeah. wasn't trying to sell me. She was just trying to help me. And I thought, yeah. yes, that is what I want. Oh, I love that. I love it. I'd love to have coffee with you. Um, <laughs> so where were you at that point? Were you working at the other bookstore? I was. Yeah, I was actually, I was sort of cheating. Um, on my way to and from work, I would listen to podcasts about doing things my own way. And then mm -hmm. I'd go to work and do things their way. So right. it was just a real kind of strange um, two sides of me sort of life. And I, oh I don't gosh. miss that at all. No, I don't blame you. So 
let's go into let's go into it and and really tease it apart. So, when you decided to just consider this what you called stupid little idea and you talked <laughs> to your husband about it, what is the very next step you took? Did you buy a truck? Was that the first step? Did you research whether or not there were trucks like this selling books? What did you visualize happening? Like what was going on in your mind and what steps did you take? Well, it actually goes back a little bit before I told my husband. Okay. Because he's very he's very business oriented, so he knows all the questions to ask and he would have lots of challenges for me. So I thought right, I have right. to be I know ready this well. before. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so I thought I have to be ready ahead of time. Yeah. So I thought if I don't have anything to sell, this really is not a good idea. So I said, Okay, if this is something I'm really supposed to do, I kind of gave God a challenge. I said, Okay, I need books, so I'm gonna give it thirty days. And if I can't get enough books in thirty days, I can't make this work. And in 15 days, I got 1,900 books. Please stop. So what are you saying? <laughs> yeah. How did that happen? <laughs> I know. And my poor husband, he's like, why are we having all these books? Why do you keep going and getting more books? Why is our garage filled with books? And I said, I- I'll tell you later. So when I finally told him, all the pieces came together at the right time. And he was like, oh, now I get it. And and then I thought, yes. And I had all this excitement because I was building up to this presentation. And and so You're he so was totally cute. on board. And, and then he was actually amazing because he was the one who got this fire lit in him. And he did all the research on the trucks. And he was sending me all these messages about trucks and what's best and all the different ideas. So it was literally just matching all my sketches and my vision with the actual tactical idea of which truck is best. How did you first think of the idea of doing it on wheels? Like, where did that come from? (laughs) Actually, when I was very little, the library had a bookmobile that came to the school. And the lady in the truck said, oh, yes, help yourself. So I loaded up my precious little arms with books because that was like a dream come true for me. And then she said, but you have to bring them back. And I said, what? No, I said, someday I'm going to have a truck or a vehicle where I take books to kids and they don't have to give them back. (laughs) So I was like, "Um, now I'm doing it. So it's this crazy idea. Oh, my goodness. So you were how old? Seven, eight years old? Yes, probably around there. And you're like, one day... I'm going to have a truck. And you remembered the joy of that feeling when you hopped onto that truck and you got to take an armful of books. But as an adult now, right, in this sort of more like whatever you want to call it, practical space and that comes into our minds and sometimes, unfortunately, like suffocates us, that part of you that was like, Brandy, is this going to be able to make a living? Are you going to gross dollar one? Like, how were you thinking that this would you know happen that you okay so you'd get the truck and you thought that you'd be able to drive around and you just visualize people would just pay you for books or you would (laughs) what what, seriously that's awesome I know I know that's that's the part that I think when I think back beforehand when I call it stupid that's the thing I was so blissfully ignorant I was like oh no I love it it." and so that ignorance actually just carried me through and then when I pair it with my beautiful ignorance and my husband's beautiful like ability to put all the numbers together, it's the perfect thing. So I do, I really think that my vision in the beginning of just driving around and opening my doors and people seeing the shelves and the trucks and saying, oh, I'm compelled to buy a book from you because this is extraordinary. It's it so actually sweet. happens. And 
the first look, I tell you, Kathy, when I open the doors and people see the truck for the first time, they all have the same look on their faces of shock and, you know, delight. And I I crave that look. I anticipate that so desperately. Oh, okay. So I got to go back. So you go to your husband and I love that you said you had to get ready for the presentation. Like you're about (laughs) to stand in front of Warren Buffett. Like, I love it. You're like, he's my venture capitalist. I got to get him on board. So you go to him and you said right away, he was so into it. He started sending you pictures of trucks and trucks that you could buy and things like that. So is that what happened next? You told him and then he's like, great, here's a truck. That's mm-hmm. what happened. Well, okay. we, yeah, we, we, he found one actually. We went and test drove it, and he said, "You realize if this is the one, you're gonna have your book truck today." And I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is it!" And so we literally agreed this was the right one, and we, I drove the book truck home, and he drove our regular vehicle home, oh and gosh. now we had this vehicle. So it's a bizarre idea. So once you have it, it's so real. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. It's sitting to... in the driveway. Totally. And the licensing and the permits, that's a whole other piece. But yeah, just finding somebody to build shelves on the inside. Everybody wanted to do like metal shelving. And I said, no, 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 it's a bookstore. And nobody could understand that. So we had problems with contractors who didn't follow through or just couldn't get the vision for it until we had one guy who just his eyes lit up and he's like, oh, I want this. I want this job. So he did a fantastic job. And, you know, he built the shelves and then my husband and I painted the whole inside and did the, I mean, it was just uh, so much work. So much work and so, so much, much fun. <laughs> You're yes. Every moment of that is you just yeah. like building a castle in the sky. You know, it's just all, totally. this, it's so magical. So how did you then outfit the, the outside of it? Because I saw the truck and it's all cute and it says, you know, Daisy Chain Bookshop. How did you do all that? Yeah. Well, there's a girl in my family who actually has a a design business and she designed a logo for me, which Mm -hmm. I love. And I had to figure out a way to put it on the truck just quickly. I knew it wasn't going to be sort of our our last result. It wasn't going to be the perfect thing. I just had to get it on there so people could see what it was. And so that's what we did. We just sort of put our words and our, our inspiration and our logo on the truck. And uh, yeah. So when people see it, they just, they always go, Oh, really? Yes, yes, really. Actually, a bookstore on wheels. I really mean it. So once that's all done, right? You've got mm-hmm. it built. It's there. It's sitting there outside your house. What's <laughs> the first day like? Where do you go? What corner do you drive to? How did you get people to want to even know what's going on in there? Tell us what that was like and how that sort of evolved. Well, it was a lot of educating people because a lot of people have this great um, reminiscence and the nostalgia of a bookmobile, right, which is a library thing. Mm. So they all thought that it was the same idea. So I was very clear. I mean, I, I realize I've said the word now twice, but I don't use that word to describe my business because I don't want to confuse the idea of loaning books with buying books. Yeah. So I would always be educating people and kind of, I felt like I was saying the same thing all the time Yeah. Um, <laughs> about, no, these are books you get to pay for and take home and keep, right? Like this is what my seven-year-old self would have wanted to hear. Mm. You get to keep it. And so it was really educating people and answering questions. And then I would just drive my truck around because I want people to see it. I would drive everywhere. I would go to the, you know, Home Depot or wherever just to have my truck out there. And I would tell people and hope that they would tell people and, and the whole time I'm, you know, adding more books to my inventory and, painting the inside shelves and doing all sorts of things. And then when I decided that it was ready to go, 
there was a beautiful uh, community league near me who has this awesome building. And I asked them if I could park in front of their building when they had activities. And they said, absolutely. So I went there for their book club nights mm-hmm. and they just, they thought it was awesome. And because I was there, all of a sudden I had credibility because I had parked somewhere and they just were so excited and supportive of it. And then other people got to see it and, yeah, and it just sort of became a thing where I I love book clubs. I love when people get together over stories. And if I can go to a book club and be there so that book club can spend some time shopping in the truck and spending time together, and I love that. So Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's it what It could not be cooler. Okay, so when did it start to really take flight in terms of, oh, I can make money from this. This can be my job. <laughs> Like, when did that start happening? Like, what was your biggest night of sales and how did that feel? And how many books did you sell? You know what I mean? Tell us a little bit about Mm -hmm. what was actually happening. I went to a winter festival here, which, I mean... If you're in Canada, Winter Festival can last for <laughs> yeah months. But yeah. one festival here, and it was just a fantastic opportunity because the weather happened to be really nice. So I had the truck open, and we had, I can't remember how many people we counted at some point. I had to stop counting. We had over like 400 people who came through the truck oh my God. in, in That's four amazing. hours or so. Yeah, and it was just, the truck was full all the time. I was squished up against the wall, and we do what I call the um, the truck dance, where you're moving and you're shifting out of the way of people, and you're always trying to, it's just fun. Aww. And yeah, that was the first night where I was I was bringing in more money, and people were so excited about it, and they were taking pictures inside the truck, and they were posing in front of it with each other and taking selfies. And, yeah, selfies. And it was just so... <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was so fun to see them that I was kind of watching them and being the business person at the same time. So we made money that night and my husband was there and he was watching. And he's like, wow, this is it? I was like, I know. Yeah. Like, and, and that just sort of started it. So it's really very weather appropriate here. Some seasons are better than others, of course. But um, in the good weather, it's definitely a business where... I know that it's something that can bring in enough money that it will pay for the gas and the insurance and the privilege of doing the work. It's so amazing. All right, before we go on, let's just say a quick thanks to our sponsor. So Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission-free. It's a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with real confidence. Personally, I love that the Robinhood app is really intuitive and simple, and all it takes is just four taps on a smartphone, and I can just place a trade because... I've always been interested in doing stuff like this, but it starts to get really overwhelming and I was never really good at looking at at number crunching or analyzing data like this, but they make it really, really seamless. Plus, they give you easy to understand charts and market data and they send you custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, but Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees. So you get to trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Even if you're brand new to investing, this is a great tool to learn how to invest as you build your portfolio. Robinhood is giving my listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. You can sign up now at dreamjob.robinhood.com. That's dreamjob.robinhood.com. I remember you said just a few minutes ago that you started listening to this podcast eight months ago, which means when did you actually buy the truck and take it out for the first day? Well, it was in September. So we bought the truck in June, I think, June, and then it wasn't ready to go until September. So 
that took a while. And actually, Kathy, the funny thing is, is when I was painting the truck and stuff, your voice was in my truck the whole time because I would have podcasts playing (laughs) while I was getting it ready. It's amazing. And then I had my kids write on the wall before I painted some sort of inspirational quote that would always be in the truck. And I, of course, I painted over it, but it's always there. So I've I've put you and um, inspirational words at the very root of the whole thing. What quote is up there? What does it say? My daughter wrote a Tennyson quote, and I can't remember what my other daughter wrote. Something, I took photos of it. And something that you said was, add more value to the world. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, this is going to add value to every community I go into, to every person who buys a book in a brand new way, every human contact I have. That's value. Yeah. So that was foundational. It's amazing. I mean, it's mm-hmm. so amazing. And, and I think that you're seeing that value, not just because it's lighting you up so much, but when people are walking in and taking pictures with it, I think they're feeling, wow, look at this. Somebody made something mm-hmm. because it's beautiful, because it feels good. Yeah. Right. It doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be because, you know, it's the of course you can get a book on Amazon. That's not why you made this truck. Sure. Made this truck because it's it's all heart. And when you sent us this email telling us about your shop, you said that it's the only book truck in your province and one of Mm -hmm. three in the entire country. That's true. That's amazing. Did you know that before you started it? Well, I, I didn't think there were any, actually. And then after we started, uh, my husband found somebody online who has one in BC, in British Columbia. Mm-hmm. And he saw the pictures and he said, oh, my gosh, Brandy, this is you. And I thought, oh, my gosh, kindred spirit. So we actually went to BC to meet with her and see her oh truck. Oh, my gosh. I saw you posted on Instagram about that, yeah. which, is, you know, I love how you turn everything into a blessing. Like, instead of being like, uh-oh, someone out, you're like, oh, kindred spirit, let's do it together, <laughs> which then makes it even more awesome. Just like when you go out for a party and you see, a, you know, three or four food trucks parked together, it's actually fun. Right. Now it's like a marketplace and somebody's getting like, you know, a laffa from here and a waffle from here. And it's just, it's great. It just makes it even more beautiful. It's so cool. How has this changed the way you feel waking up every day? How has this changed your life? Well, I get up earlier because I can't wait. Um, I, I love, I, oh, I'm totally going to cry. I love stories and I love people. And I totally get to invest in both of those every day. So that's extraordinary to me. And I wouldn't change it for anything. See, my, my daughter just gets money because she bet that I would cry and I said I wouldn't. <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, now I'm also crying. But, um... <laughs> Um, I'll tell you why I love it so much. Um, so I went to see this play, Dear Evan Hansen, which I talked about on the podcast a few times. I've seen it three times. And it's just about a kid in high school who just kind of doesn't feel that good. And he doesn't have like this horrible story. It's not like somebody died in his family. It's not like, you know, he has a disease. He's just a kid who feels pretty anxious and he doesn't feel like he matters so much. And, um, That play to me, I think the reason I love it so much is because I think everybody deserves to feel that they matter. You don't have to be the most sensational basketball player of all time or have climbed Mount Kilimanjaro, and you don't have to have some horrible tragedy that's happened in order for people to care that you're here. That's right. So you get that. I do. And it makes so much sense because, see, people... 
We want stories. We want to believe. We want to be taken away from whatever reality, quote unquote, like has sort of shown us, you know, like this is the way things are when really we always know there's so much more magic. And that's what stories do. They allow us to dream bigger and see what's not there and and see beyond what maybe people are showing us is, is all that's there. That's right. Um, yeah. And the beautiful thing, too, about it is by driving around and sharing stories with people, I'm learning their stories and letting them tell me their story. And and I want people to know that whether they buy a book from me or not, I mean, great, that would be awesome. But if they don't, I'm still so thrilled that they are there, that they matter. And I think that's the difference between a little truck like mine versus a big store is if you go in, you're kind of anonymous, nobody cares, it doesn't matter, they just want your dollars. Um, and for me, really, it's the people who come in, it's human human connection. And I love it. I love that my truck is a story that I'm telling in the marketplace and that I get to absorb other people's experiences and help them have a richer experience with just something we normally do, which is buy books. So if I can help them feel valued and feel special and want to share that experience with other people, well, then my day is made. It's amazing. And, and there's nothing better to me than that. Have you had people come up to you and say, I'm just so touched that you made this. I'm so happy that this is in the world. I'm sure you've heard that already. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one, one lady who I think is probably close to my age asked me if she could be me when she grows up. Um, and a young girl, she was probably 12 years old, she said, this is like walking around in my dream. Aww. And I just thought, you people, are we're all together. Right. This is it. These are this is my tribe. This is my this is my collection of humans who specialize in stories and in inspiration and what's possible. And that's what every book is when you open it you're hoping to be inspired or feel something or be moved to some next feeling. Yeah. And I just want them to start that journey. If I can get people to read and to put down their phones and open a book, yay, my day is done. Yeah, it's amazing. That's great. When, when you think about what comes to mind when I say like, I know you probably have so many, but what are two of your favorite stories, your favorite books? Oh, let me see. Um, well, Anne of Green Gables, okay, uh, because it's not just typically Canadian, but that story yeah. of a girl who just didn't know where she belonged and got adopted, I mean, that's that's been my go-to story forever. And I think my adult story, one of them would have to be Memoirs of a Geisha. Mm, beautiful. What made you name it Daisy Chain Book Co.? <laughs> well, daisies have always been my favorite flower. Oh. And not because they smell good because they really don't mm. but because they just inspire happiness yeah. they inspire hope and they always make you feel good it doesn't matter what situation or what season you're in a daisy is just welcome and it is it is joyful and so if you put a lot of daisies together then that's a daisy chain like the hippies would wear around their, oh, their heads or whatnot yeah. But this is a, a chain, so it's me linking people and stories oh, and people and stories together. That is so beautiful. So. I'm so glad I asked. What an incredible answer. <laughs> Have you yeah. gotten any press? I imagine that local news affiliates and people have wanted to take pictures of this or talk about this. It seems so newsworthy to me. Well, it does. And no, they haven't. I'm anticipating they will in the spring yeah. because we're doing a we're doing a book launch like a book truck launch kind of thing in the spring, mm. and we're doing our road trip in the Tell spring. Tell me what does summer. that mean? So, a book launch and a road trip. What does that entail? Well, the the book truck launch will be how we introduce ourselves to the community at the start of the really warm 
part of the year. So we're going to do a big party and it's going to be a great, great time where people really get to see the truck and see what it can do and then envision it being in their community, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. Um, And we're going to be road tripping. So my goal is to take books to the small towns and lake communities outside of my city Mm. that don't have a lot of used bookstores, who don't really have access to a lot of new stories, and just make a regular route of going to see all these small places and taking them books. It's amazing. It's not just for big cities. Right. It should be for everybody. It's amazing. I have to introduce you to my friend, Liz Warner, who is going to be on this podcast soon. I interviewed her recently. She works at BuzzFeed and she works at a place called Bring Me. And Liz, if you're listening, you got to do a story on this. This is pretty darn awesome. I got to connect you guys. (laughs) Um, What advice do you have for people who are listening right now and they have what they think is a silly idea? Every idea that's great started out as some stupid little idea. So, you know how um, Seth Godin says, be the purple cow? Yeah. Be the purple cow. Don't apologize for it. Do that silly little thing until people don't think it's silly anymore. The reason that they don't think it's silly is because you kept taking a step forward without worrying about what other people think. Yep. If I'm doing it for other people, I can't be worried about what the judges and the haters and the criticizers are thinking. I'm thinking of my person, that person out there who really wants this truck, who thinks, oh, that would be awesome. She's the one I focus on. Yep. If you keep your eye on the prize, you don't get distracted on the race. So um, we have a, a mantra at our, at our company called breaking the tape. Mm-hmm. So if we're breaking the tape and being the first person to win the race, you can't be distracted by everybody else running. You have to just keep going. And being the first person on the dance floor is hard and it's humbling and it's lonely. Mm. But you know what? You just do it. And you do it because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what other people think. You don't worry about the the fear. The fear is what says, so you're afraid today? So what? Take a step anyway yeah. and just do it. That's right. And I don't want to I don't want to have regrets. I don't want my kids to think, "You know what, mom, you said you were going to do that one day and it never happened." Wow. I want them to say, "Nice, mom," and brag to their friends about it. Yeah. <laughs> I want it to be an inspiration. So that's that's pretty good motivation. Yeah. Oh, I don't think they're ever going to remember forget this. This is like a huge legacy and this is just the beginning. I mean, you might wind up having three trucks and who knows. Um, but this is really, really exciting. Thanks, Kathy. Of course. Were there any episodes that stuck out to you? Anything that somebody said on the show that you were like, oh, and then that like helped you take another big step? Well, the the episode where you had Seth Godin on where he talked about generosity. Oh my God. Amazing. Yeah. I probably played that three times. And what was it about that? that generosity because it it's just so it's so compassionate and so human i think people often think in business you have to be this this cutthroat beast who just charges through and makes no apologies well okay but you're dealing with humans and people who have feelings and thoughts and value and if you attribute that value to the people you're serving then you serve them better Mm. and and i just i love that he said that because it's so important to remember that yeah and the fact that you were so impacted by what he said oh yeah you know it just resonated again that this is a special message yeah and so I listened to that a number of times yeah I love that Um, I love he said that at the core of any transaction anything successful in life is radical empathy 
radical, radical. empathy. And, yeah. and I think people forget that. They always think they have to chase the dollar and the profit and they have to just be bloodthirsty. Well, no, we're not Vikings. Like, that's not how it goes. You can actually be a compassionate, integrity-based business person that specializes in what's good for people. Yes. And I think that those are people who have great victory stories. So yeah, so true. yeah, that was that was a pretty profound episode for me. I think. Yeah, same for me as well. Um, when people are listening right now, and they're gonna say, "Gosh, she's so amazing, and she's so sprightly," and and then of course when they turn off the podcast, they might get a little overwhelmed because they might say, "Well, wait a second, hang on a second. It costs money to buy a truck, and I don't know the first thing about yeah. a business license. And how could you help us reframe that so that?" it would be possible for someone who all of a sudden says, well, forget it. I don't have the money for a truck or I don't know the first thing about a business license or where I'd be able to park it. You can't just park it anywhere. I just Googled it. You can't just drive around. You'll get a ticket. Like, <laughs> nope. how can you walk us That's through true. any of that stuff? Uh, yeah, I'd say write down all the questions that you have about the things you don't know. Mm -hmm. So what I did was I sat down and said, okay, so everything from books to parking, to permission, to truck. I don't even know what goes into buying a truck. I have no right, idea. I've just driven right. cars. So <laughs> right. all of the things. So do I need a special license? Do I have to get a permit for every place that I go? All the different things. How much is it going to cost? I had all of these questions and I would just talk to people until I got all those questions answered. I, I found that if you look for people, they're happy to share information with you. So it's okay to say, I don't know everything. Mm -hmm. Ask questions. There are people who are very happy to share their wisdom and their experience with yeah. you. And honestly, my husband has been so fabulous about being a business leader in this area. And then there's the social marketing piece. And then there's all the little bits. It's okay to not know everything. Yeah. It's actually kind of fun to discover mm, as you go. I love it. And if you screw up, so what? You'll just do it again tomorrow and you'll try differently. But write down all the things that you think you need to know. It gives you a, a framework, I guess, of where to go and how to yeah. lead well in your industry. Yeah, that makes so much sense. Everything is figure outable make a list. This is actually yeah. fun. Now you're going to like put together the answer key and one by one, you're going to investigate and you're going to figure this out. And do you think for people who don't necessarily have savings, like what would they do? What would be your thought? Would you say like, oh, well, you could put down a small down payment and finance a car, a truck or, oh, you could do like a crowdfunding or a Kickstarter. Or would you say, uh, yeah, it is kind of costly. Like maybe you'd have to start doing it some other way. Like what, what would you think? Well, I think that probably a combination of a lot of those is okay. good. I think part of the, the list that you make is finding out where your funding resources are going to come from and what each one of them is going to require from you. So, for example, if you go to a bank, they're going to want to know all the questions for like a business plan. Well, that means you have to have done all right. of the questions on your list ahead of time. Uh, if you have savings, great. But then remember, that means you're not going to get to go on the vacations and do the extra things because you've now dumped it all into right. your business. Crowdfunding is awesome. But then some of them, they like it when you start at the very beginning and some want to see that you've actually got a little bit of leg in the community mm -hmm. before you, you start. So finding out what the benefits are of each of those is also mm -hmm. really good. I would say talk to a fellow entrepreneur and find out what worked for them because often other people who have done this yeah. have got really great kind of like behind the curtain yeah. tips that are so helpful yeah when you're looking forward towards like what you envision and you dream as big as you can 
What do you want to see happen with Daisy Book Chain Co.? Oh, well, um, I definitely want to see her reach more uh, more people. So somebody's already approached me from like the other end of the country about franchising or whatever. And I'm, I'm like, whoa, let's give her some time on the road mm. before we actually go that far. Um, I do want to write up something about this somewhere. And we have a podcast that we're going to start in the year. Wow, in the coming year. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, because as we go on the road trips, we're going to be collecting stories from people, and I want there to be a place where they can have it shared. So Wait, so tell me about that. What stories do you want to share? You want to share the, the stories of each person who you meet along the way? I want to share stories of how books have impacted their lives uh, and how stories have given them a new perspective or new hope or excitement it. or whatever. It's really amazing what you built, this whole thing. And, you know, it started with love and it's all love. You started this whole story by saying that you had fostered a child and wanted mm -hmm. so much to adopt that child. And that didn't, that didn't happen. And in order to ease that pain, you said, I'm going to go do something with my, my time. I'm going to do something that makes me feel good. And then, of course, since you're such a generous person who has so much to give, you were standing in the bookstore and you're like, I've got to do more, 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 more. What else can I do? How else can I serve? And you wound up turning all of this into something so real and tangible for so many people mm -hmm. and so many people who've yet to even get to know about it who are going to be so delighted. And it's just amazing how that love and that empathy and it really, to me, you're so courageous because it is so heartbreaking to go through that, right? To go through that kind of loss. And imagine yeah. if you would have stopped there because you would have had every good excuse to say, I'm just going to feel sad for a long time right now and just sit here yeah. in my sadness. Oh, sure. But and didn't. I'm still sad. I, I, you know, I still see pictures and, and we still talk about our time with this child all the time. And it's sometimes it's very fresh. Um, uh. But I think sadness can either cripple you or motivate you. And I just decided, you know what? I, I can't stay in a cave. I'm not built that way. I just don't have that, that kind of emotional hibernation instinct. I have to do something. So, um, and I believe that stories uh, are the age-old way of making memorable connections and I needed to reconnect with people. So I think we're all storytellers and this truck is just a way to show other people's stories and to learn new ones as I go. So I guess in a way we didn't get to add that child to our family, but then my family just increased with every person that they get mm -hmm. to love and learn from on this journey. So it's, it's a really privilege opportunity and I can't wait to do it every single day that is the absolute best that is it everything you just said was so powerful each each one of the sentences was like a mic drop but then the very <laughs> last sentence is the most important special thing which is I just can't wait to do it every single day and I'm so glad that Thanks. you are and I'm so grateful that you shared the story with us and I'm so inspired that you've done everything you've done up till now. I cannot wait to see where this is going to go and grow. Uh, you should just continue to be so blessed and know that you're doing so much good and it should all just keep coming back to you tenfold. So um, tell us where we can find you. Um, my website is daisychainbook.co. 
Um, and you can find me at Daisy Chain Book Co. on Facebook and Instagram and all those places, all the social medias. And I'm there just literally waiting to hear from you, waiting to do what I can to make your life better and get to know <laughs> you better. You are the sweetest human being. Um, thank you so much, Brandy. Thank you so much. You're the best. Thank you so much. This has been so fun. Isn't Brandy just awesome? Uh, you heard both of us are just sitting there crying and it's just so courageous what she was able to do. And each one of you, each one of you has that brilliance inside of you. You guys go ahead and give her some love at daisychainbookco.com and follow her on Instagram as well, because I know her journey is going to be super epic. So before we keep going, let's just take a quick ad break. BioClarity is a garden-given, skin-loving beauty brand that wants to help you achieve beautiful, naturally glowing skin. What healthy eating does for your body, BioClarity does for your face. I love their skin smoothie moisturizer, especially because I have really dry skin. You know, I grew up in Florida and now living in LA, we don't have that kind of free humidity everywhere. So my skin gets really dry, especially in the winter, but this makes my skin super soft and hydrated. I can feel really good about using this stuff because it's all natural ingredients. So I know I'm not putting any weird chemicals in my face. I also love their clear skin routine, which is great for combination oily or breakout prone skin. It's a three-step regimen that rescues stressed skin banishing bumps and erasing redness. You can just cleanse, treat, and restore. I really like their cleanser because it's gentle and refreshing, and I feel like my skin is so much healthier when I use it. Plus, all of this comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. You can take the first step to healthier, more radiant skin by going to bioclarity.com. And right now, for my listeners, when you purchase a skincare routine, you're going to get a free clarifying mask with your order. That's $25 value for free, but you just need to enter my code DREAMJOB at checkout. So go to bioclarity.com and use my code Dream job at checkout to get your free clarifying mask when you purchase a routine. Now, if that wasn't sweet enough, let's talk about some other wins that are happening in this community. So last week, Sierra posted in our Facebook group, and you guys, you can join the Don't Keep Your Digit Facebook group and meet almost 8,000 other like-minded, creative, talented, supportive souls. I pop in there all the time. You can come find us on Facebook. It's a Don't Keep Your Digit Facebook group. So on the Facebook group, Sierra posted last week, she said, I'm building my own wedding cake business in Tennessee. And of course, I've been struggling with imposter syndrome because there are at least four other big wedding cake vendors here in Chattanooga. I bit the bullet yesterday, turned a blind eye to fear, and spent the day handing out sample boxes and introducing myself. Not only did I get some awesome networking experience, but I found out that three of the previously mentioned cake vendors are closing shop for various reasons, like moving, one has a new baby, and some of the planning companies were searching for new cake vendors. My timing could not have been more perfect, so thank you so much, Kathy, for giving all of us such empowering words. I cannot wait to see the opportunities that will unfold in the coming months. Keep an eye out. I'll be posting more wins soon. Sierra, that is incredible. I'm so proud of you for putting yourself out there, even though you thought, uh, who am I to sell these wedding cakes? But you did it. And look what happened when you did that anyway, even though you were feeling scared. If that's not a sign that you have to do this, then I don't know what is. Your cakes look gorgeous, by the way. So I think they're going to be a huge hit. You guys got to go check her out. Her website is sierracakeworks.com. S-I-E-R-R-A-C-A-K-E-W-E-R-K-S.com. We're super excited for your next win. All right, here's another one. Megan messaged me on Instagram and she said, Happy New Year, Kathy. I just wanted to say thank you so much for sharing all of your podcasts. Listening to you and your guests got me through a really difficult year. I would listen to you in my studio and feel and see a light at the end of the tunnel. So a day before Christmas, I left my nanny job and I'm going to try to make jewelry full time. I'm absolutely terrified, but I feel it's time and I'm probably never going to feel completely ready anyway. So I'm trusting in myself and taking the leap. I would love to join a meetup group next year if there are any in Melbourne, Australia. Sending you all sunshine. Best wishes for 
2019. Much love, Megan. Megan, you're awesome. And it is so true. We never feel 100% ready. So you do have to build that side hustle and then at some point take the leap. And you did that. You did both of those things. It's an honor that I can help you see that light. I can't wait to see what this new year has in store for you. And yes, we do have an Australian meetup group. I think there's a few in Australia. You can go to don'tkeepyourdayjob.com slash meetup dash groups to sign up. And we have that link in the show notes if you don't want to remember or write that down. Just you can find the link in the show notes. And that goes for any of you guys. You guys can all go ahead to the show notes and let us know if you want to join a meetup group. We will find you like-minded Don't Keep Your Day Job listeners in your area so you guys can meet up and be a sounding word for one another, support each other, brainstorm, and really start getting these ideas out of your head and into your reality. And guys, go ahead and give Megan some love. Her Instagram is underscore Megan Moss, and you can take a look at her beautiful jewelry there. And you guys, if you have a win or a question, come on over and post it in the Don't Keep Your Day Job Facebook group because you're going to find a ton of support there. You can also DM me on Instagram at kathy.heller. I check my DMs throughout the day. That is the best way to get a hold of me. And I'd love to hear about what's going on with you. And maybe I'll be shouting you out on one of these Thursday episodes. And guys, if you haven't already, send us your story. Send us an email to hello at don'tkeepyourdayjob.com because just like we talked to Brandy today, I want to keep bringing you guys stories and sharing what you are doing. So if you feel like you've been listening to the show and things are starting to happen, please send us an email and put in the subject line, listener story. Please go ahead and just let us know what's happening. We want to know how this podcast has fueled you to take action and the unbelievable results. Maybe you're starting your full-time jewelry business or making a living from your yoga blog or your artwork. Please go ahead and share with us what's going on. Again, our email is hello at don'tkeepyourdayjob.com and I cannot wait to talk to some of you. So please go ahead and send those in for consideration. I love you guys so much. Thank you for giving me the greatest honor in the world by spending your time here. I know you have a million other things that you could be doing and it means the world that you're here listening to the show. If you love this episode, if there's another episode that you love, please take a second and share it with somebody. You have no idea what that might do. Imagine how many people we can inspire together. Imagine how much more happiness and joy there might be in the world if everyone gave themselves permission to explore their passion and get messy and put things out in the world. You could see more people making a fantastic living doing the things that they love. So please keep sharing the show. I feel like we're creating a movement of inspired souls and I think it's sweeping the nation and the world and I'm so excited about it. We've already started this wave, so let's keep it going. Thank you so much for listening. Last time I checked, we were super high on the iTunes charts. I think we were like number six in our category and number like 46 overall. The thing that's really making that happen is you guys. So I want to say a huge thank you. I'm grateful for it every single second. And one thing you can do that costs nothing that helps us so much to move up the iTunes charts, which helps more people find the show, just leave us a review on iTunes. It takes a second. You can go, if you're listening on your phone, there's like three dots on the bottom of your screen. You can click on that. And then there's a little menu that comes up. It allows you to write a review. You can just write a review right there from your phone. And don't worry if you don't see it right away because it takes a second sometimes for iTunes to put it up. But please go ahead and leave us a review because it really goes a long way and every review makes a huge difference. Have a great weekend. I will leave you with a song of mine and I'll talk to you guys on Monday. I could use a fresh coat of paint, change my scenery, wake up in the morning and choose to be.